Yeah, we just amplify it. We put like Miracle Grow on it and we take the toy that you have in your box and now we bring it full scale out in the park and we get a chance to immerse you in that experience. So when you build a roller coaster, now you get the ride to roller coaster. And it's really just amplified from the at home experience now. We're bringing it full scale and full to life. It's time to rethink everything, to redo the rule book, to explore smarter ways to work and rediscover what's possible. It's time for a fresh take on how technology and creativity are changing the way work gets done. I'm Susan Campbell, and this is The Big Rethink. Legos have long been a staple in the world of children, and really, who are we kidding? Adults? Mm -hmm. (laughs) They have served as a building block, figuratively and literally, to the imagination for generations, bringing builders' castles, water parks, homes, dreams to life. What's the next level? Legoland. Legoland is a theme park with multiple locations around the globe. But unlike your typical roller coaster or water park experience, Legoland offers a unique priority, experiential learning. In this episode, we speak with Jeremy Pankost, Director of Entertainment at Legoland, to discuss the park, how it embraces technology and immersion to encourage adolescent exploration. Welcome, Jeremy. Thank you. This is going to be such a great topic to dive into. I, who doesn't like Lego? <laughs> I, I can't. I can't imagine a person who doesn't. I except the, when they step I, on it. No, that's you, it. You beat me to it. That's exactly what I was going to say. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the only time you're not a fan, or when you go to do the two hundred thousand piece thing and you can't find that one last little piece that you know is between the seat cushions. But other than that, <laughs> absolutely, we've all been in that world before. Going, hmm. Uh, or, we'll just put it together and call it done. How about that? Yeah. 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 Although once you put them together, it, breaking them apart is next to impossible. You know, yeah, that's not a fun journey either. A lot of fingernails get broken on that one too. Uh, but I mean, just emotionally after you have built it to, I don't ever want to take them apart. No. Yeah. The, they become on the shelf and you go, hmm, right. yep. Part of decor. It's staying there. <laughs> Winter all the time in the house for the Pancos family. That's for sure. <laughs> that's awesome. So talk to me about how you got started in, in your profession. What brought you to be the director of entertainment at Legoland? Two things I said I'd never do. I'd never go to Virginia Tech and I would never work in a theme park environment and failed miserably at both. So how do you wake up one day and say, those are two things I'll never do? Like, that's interesting. Just didn't want to do it. I had a lot of friends that went to okay. Virginia Tech and then tons of family and friends working at Bush Gardens in Virginia. And oh, I was just going, okay. I'm not going down that road. I'm going to go to bigger, better things. Las Vegas has my name. Going to get out of here, out of state. Okay. Yep. Pathway just took me right to Blacksburg, Virginia, and Pathway took me right to Williamsburg, Virginia. Well, I'm fond of saying that when you get back to where you started, you know you're almost finished. This is true. <laughs> but that's a great story. So I'm, I'm glad that uh, that you found your own journey to, yeah, <laughs> to absolutely. theme parks in Virginia. And it took me right in. It was a journey I never expected. The next thing I know, I, I turn around, they ask me, do I want to start doing some rigging work for a circus show? And I went, yeah, that sounds kind of cool. Why not do it? And that led to another thing led to a crew chief role, led to some other developments. I went, you know what, theme park, this is really pretty fascinating. We got a chance to touch the lives of millions of guests a year. And what other world can you do that? And it's, it's incredible. And you know, theme parks as an industry, if you will, it, it brings together so many other industries, right? Theater and lighting and construction. It's, it's really 
a cornucopia of ways of making a living or passions or trade or whatever you want to call it. But there's, yeah. it's so multidimensional, I guess, is, is more Absolutely. what I'm thinking. And it's very much production. Every, every, every moment is produced. It's choreographed. There are things that are happening back and from just maintenance facilities all the way through, yeah. you know, your live entertainment that you see on stage. It is all well organized, scheduled out just to make that experience happen. That's awesome. So, you know, Lego has been such a fascinating brand for such a long time and one that's evolved in many ways as technology has evolved. And uh, I love the fact that a, a company that has plastic bricks, basically, as its core mm -hmm. competency, right, if you will, has embraced technology the way it has and the things that, that Lego has done. Um and, and even the way that Lego came into schools, right, mm, from yeah. an educational perspective, you want to share some some thoughts on that? Yeah, think of, you know, what was on the table was a little two by four brick and you could, uh, you know, build those together. But interesting enough, there's over 900 million combinations of if you take six two by four bricks that you can actually make. How many? 900 million plus combinations. Isn't that incredible? Uh, it out is. Out of six bricks. So you take that functionality of two by fours, and now look, we're making pieces that are curved. We're making wheels. We're making things that have bands on them, that have gears. The innovation behind it, it took it from a whole new level of just a passive art experience to now an engaging interactive experience. And what you mentioned with education, Mindstorm's robots. We're taking computer programming on a back end. We're taking the kids on a journey. We're, we're telling them, yeah. you need to build your robot to take this piece of meteorite from one location to another. And they're programming it. Robot goes over, well, picks it up. They're playing. And exactly right. <laughs> and learning. And they don't the know. And the play happens. It's, yeah. like a, it's a game of battle bots on because they, they start to understand they can manipulate the program and it gets real playful. It's really pretty cool. It's, it's very special. I, I think the the intersection of the play and the learning is just so organic, so authentic that it, you really you're learning and you don't even realize it. Yeah. And, you know, think of when we were all children, you know, you dress up at home, you do a little story, you play in the backyard, you have all this functionality. It's human nature to want to do this. So you take a toy, you just don't want it to sit there. You want to give it a backstory. Right. You want to call a monster something that looks like an airplane, but in your, in your brain, it's, it's your monster. So you make it roar and you make it crash and you stomp on buildings. It's a whole new game of storytelling with Lego, and I think it's tons of fun. Yeah, and a, and a, and a philosophy that you take at Legoland, right, and storytelling and using technology to tell stories with Legoland? Yeah, we just amplify it. We put like miracle Grow on it and we take the toy that you have in your box and now we bring it full scale out in the park and we get a chance to immerse you in that experience. So when you build a roller coaster, now you get to ride the roller coaster. Oh, cool. When you're on a Ninjago the ride, you're using your hands as ninjas now to throw ninja stars at bad guys and you're interacting in the game as one of your Ninjago friends. <laughs> You are Lloyd. You are whoever you want at that point. You're side by side doing everything you can. It's really just amplified from the at-home experience now. We're bringing it full scale and full to life. So talk to some of the technology challenges you face in bringing that you know, kind of full scale to life. Like how does technology serve your, your vision there? You know, it's interesting because we were, we had a summit this past week that, you know, we were talking through some different topics and one of that was technology and the balance of technology. And I think theme park environment, us included, are on that cusp of finally learning where that balance is. We got so hyped up as an industry about, oh, VR experience, put that in, everybody's got to do it. And then we're learning from consumer that, 
kids don't, actually don't want to look at their phone 24-7. They actually want to use it for just putting the icing on top of things. So we have really focused within the Legoland Parks to introduce technologies like a third layer initiative for storytelling. You have your base foundation of brick. You have your layer of experience now from that's different than at, at home. Now it's in a theme park. And then we take that experience that you build. And I'll give you an example. We have a, a Lego Ferrari experience out in California, just open, really pretty cool. You walk in, you walk into this Ferrari environment, you're in a garage, you meet your pit crew. You grab your wheels, you grab your brick, you build your Lego Ferrari right then and there. Then we let you test it. Oh, you cool. race all your friends, your family, you see who gets to win. Then we take the, the experience and we amplify it even greater. You take your car, you put it over on a digital scanning machine. It scans that into the backbone. Technology looks at it. It configures your now Lego model into a digital format. The things that you can't change out are things like tires. Okay, great. Tires are one set of tires, but now you can select, I want slick tires or okay. I want really grabby tires. And you put that into the digital world and now you race that around the track in that experience. So it's really, it's, it's a multi-layer function and they're complementing themselves. And I think that's where we're learning with technology is how to complement the storytelling and how to complement the experience. Yeah. And I think the you talk about that learning and, and that learning comes from the Legoland emphasis on embracing exploration, right? So through that embracing of exploration and Legoland's driving school or the Parks Coast Guard Academy, you know, why is Lego so, I'm sorry, why is exploration so important to the Legoland franchise? It's what's, it's what's in a child's mind. When you look at it, it, a child is very interesting. Adults look at it and go, okay, that's definitely a box. That's what I use it for. This is the said function. A kid's brain doesn't have that yet. A kid's brain looks at it and goes, what could that be? Oh, that's my own fort and my own hut. So I'm going to use that and hide in it when we play hide and seek. Same thing with Legoland. We want to push the limits and the boundaries of the child's brain and give them a canvas for them to be able to paint their own story, play in their own experience, create their own mechanisms that allow them to emotionally connect to their family connect to their own story and connect to their own imagination and just exploit that and give them a safe environment to do it in. Yeah. It's kind of like the scenario where when, you know, at a holiday or a birthday, you give kids a present and they play with the box. Absolutely. <laughs> or our cats at home. That's the best free, free toy you can ever buy your cats too, is a box. It's the toy plus the toy. Exactly right. right. So, uh, you know, how does exploration come into play when you're deciding which rides or attractions to create? Yeah. So I think for us, for Legoland in particular, and, and I think we're seeing it across the board too, we're trying to really give you a more interactive, immersive experience. There's a passive ride experience, which is all still great and it's all still wonderful. But if we can just plus you up to remove you a bit more to let you know that you're actually transformed through a portal into this entire environment for, you know, two and a half minutes, you can completely for, forget all of reality that yeah. was just there in the queue line. You are now immersed in this story. You're creating your own challenges. You're experiencing screens differently in three dimensionality that you never thought you could see before. You're engaging into the story of Lego. You're playing with the humor. Your imagination's all over the place. It's kind of like a create your own adventure experience in the end. Yeah. It's really fascinating. Well, and you know, what's interesting too, what, what, um, that immersive experience gets people to really be living in the present, right? Mm -hmm. To be in the moment. You hear people talk about being in the moment all the time, right? But 
that immersive experience might be the first time somebody is wholly living in a moment, right? Because that moment is so captivating. Yeah, yeah. And uniquely enough, I mean, you know, we when we look back a couple of years in 2020, when, you know, things happen with, you know, the whole world with COVID and the shutdown of things, I think you're seeing that restored energy of families wanting to go out and just really put that in the past and yeah. live and breathe everything forward now and, and really engage with each other, make those moments matter that once maybe got forgotten about. So the experiences of really engaging with family, engaging with story, immersion, escaping your everyday life, that's what this is all about now. And we're doing it through unique storytelling because we have a very strong brand with Lego. It's an immersive experience now. It's not just a brick. There is backstories, there's characters, there's an entire unique experience. There's a fourth portal that you don't know about around the corner that once you, you discover it, it opens up your eyes to a whole new world. Yeah, it sure does. So talking about that whole new world, where do you see the Lego brand moving to next? I think Lego is going to continue themselves as a toy to innovate. I think we've seen it now in terms of curvature of pieces. If when you look at an R2-D2 or you look at a, you know, your, your favorite Spider-Man set or you look at the Lego City stunts set, it, you are now fully play structure into an entire modular set that it becomes this huge system, it becomes a big overtake for you. It's not a one-off, it's a continuational experience. And now we're starting to see a little dipping into, you know, AR experience and how do you now take that from an, an at-home experience and plus that up with digital formulation so you can continue that story when you leave your house right. and then reconnect to it again when you get back home. I think that the boundaries are endless for Lego going forward. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, good. Well, we'll continue the exploration. Um, I just, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your day to come and talk with us. And I really enjoyed the conversation. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the time too. It's been a lot of fun. A quick note from our sponsor, Intel. Intel V Pro continues to raise the bar with enterprise grade performance, security, manageability, and reliability features for enterprise and managed business of all sizes. It's simple. Intel V Pro is built for all businesses. Folks listening today enjoyed the podcast. You can help us grow by visiting our feed on iTunes to rate, review, and subscribe. Or if you're listening on Spotify, be sure to hit follow. That's it for us. I'm Susan Campbell, and that was another episode of The Big Rethink. A quick note from our sponsor, Intel. Intel V Pro continues to raise the bar with enterprise-grade performance, security, manageability, and reliability features for enterprise and managed business of all sizes. It's simple. Intel V Pro is built for all businesses.